Josh. You're listening to the Smash Bros. Cast. I'm your host, N64 Josh. Player two, my co-host and sparring partner, Nightcrawler. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? It's going pretty good. I was trying to make my voice as deep as yours. Nightcrawler. Uh, um, my, people like my voice, apparently. I've, I, I've never been a big fan of my own voice, but I think that's how most people feel. Yeah, yeah. I don't like your voice, but it's okay. I mean, it's no big deal. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> so, uh, you always kick the show off. We have so much stuff to cover. This We're going to try to squeeze it into a half hour. It may go long, but go ahead. Kick off the... All right, uh, real quick. I, I, wait, wait. Quick I have today. a sound effect before you, before you start okay. it. Ready? This is for the countdown. Okay. All right. So today is Friday the 13th of July, and we are down under 150 days. We are 146 days away from Smash. Take it away. (laughs) Oh, intro and outro. Yeah, yeah. There we go. That's intro, outro. There's our sound effects. Okay, Okay, guys. (laughs) Smash news from the 8th to the 12th. This is what the Smash blog has given us. You guys ready? Marth fighter 21. Here's what it says. Marth is an exceptional sword fighter with a long, with a long reach. He'll do the most damage with attacks using the tip of his sword. So space. So spacing is an important factor. Who's next? Uh, Kirby. And he is number six. He's an original eight fighter. Uh, Kirby's ability to copy other fighters is totally unique. While he is light and can be launched easily. He also, uh, he can also jump up to five times in the air. So he has great recovery. Look for his new stone transformation as well. All right. We also got Mega Man music and Aloland. Good luck. Aloland. Ryachu. Bless you. <laughs> Did I say it right? Uh, I don't know the first part because I'm so far removed from Pokemon, but we'll probably learn a little bit more. But I know it's Raichu. Oh. And it's 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 grown up, grown up Pikachu for for you. Uh, uh, uninitiated Poke, Pokemon persons. Oh. Alolan Rachu. This is what it says. He rides his tail and he rushes the enemy. Since he moves freely around the stage, Alolan Rachu may be a bit difficult to dodge. That is a trophy we found out about. About. Uh, I don't know where my accent just came from. Here we go. Uh, he's, on a, he's on a surfboard, so I don't know why we're so country there. But. I don't know what happened. I'm just not sure. Uh, go ahead for, for Mega Man. Next, we got uh, Mega Man, and he is Fighter 46. Uh, Mega Man's standard and special moves use weapons copied from the bosses he fought throughout the Mega Man series. Uh, he also has more projectiles than any other fighter. His final smash uh, now features Proto Man and Bass. Base. Uh, we we I think we discussed that last week. We still don't know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Last is Pitter. 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 Pit <laughs> Fighter. 28. Pit is a well-balanced, well-rounded character with a defensive special that nullifies long-distance attacks and excellent recovery. He's a great choice for new players. So that's everything from the Smash blog. There is a link to the Smash blog in the show notes that you find at n64josh.com slash SBC19. There we go. I made sure not to do the other podcast. Um... I do want to say real quick, hello to everybody that's watching with us live. Joel Mead, Rust Belt Kid, Rockford, Rockin', Rock Redford, Mr. Cool Red Luigi, Games at Dusk. Hello, everybody. We're glad you're here. Thanks for hanging out. We do this live on twitch.tv slash n64josh. All right. Sakurai says he is not concerned about the competitive aspects of Smash. I have a link here that we're going to look at. So... 
This is from Nintendo Life. And the competitive nature, this is, I'm just taking this from their article here. So, and it looks like it was a interview, more from this interview uh, with the Washington Post that I think we grabbed some stuff last time or, or recently. There's, I don't know, they keep mm-hmm. pulling stuff out of it. So, um, let's see. Sakurai said he didn't really consider professional players or a potential audience when developing new entries um, in the Smash line. Here's the quote. I feel like a I feel like a game at the end of the day is about playing the game. If we focus too much on the top level players or the audience, then the game skews a little bit too much on the technical side. The article continues saying he goes into more detail about how Nintendo's philosophy did not align with uh, the competitive gaming and likely never would. Do you have it open right there? I do. Go ahead and read that quote. Uh, So the philosophy behind uh, behind them doesn't go in line with Nintendo's philosophy that some of these players are playing for their prize money. It comes to a point where they're playing the game for money, and I feel like that kind of direction doesn't coincide with Nintendo's view on what games should be. So he just doesn't like the, the monetization of it all with the esports life, I guess is what it's become. Or at least that's not what's in mind when they're mm-hmm. creating it. Acknowledging this, this is from the article again, acknowledging the simpler design of super smash bros, uh, series Sakurai explained how he felt, uh, the smash games are more accessible to audience in contrast to various other fighting games like street fighter. So here's the quote. It says, it's not to say that street fighter is failing. Um, uh, by more fully embracing the competitive gaming by any means. But personally, I think any games with command inputs, um, are difficult. The creator side is trying to raise people uh, who do that. Let's see. The creator side is trying to raise people who do that. It doesn't beat a game where you press one button to create a special move. This just doesn't seem the, the translation's a it's, little well, weird. It's probably translated. Yeah, so yeah. So. I mean, well, I think what they're getting at is he doesn't like the the multiple up down A B input kind of for a oh, yeah. quarter circle move. to throw a yeah. fireball quarter circle yeah. a you know he, he likes the whole fact that it's it's left smash right smash up smash like it's just hold a direction and press and hold a or not even that if you have your controller mapped press the c stick in that direction it's one button and one direction that you're just pressing that that way and it it does that move and you can feel accomplished i mean I I'm I have Street Fighter 30th anniversary. I'm not good with it and it's fun it's fun to play a little bit but I'm not good and I don't know the combos. So Smash I can at least be a little bit competent against somebody that knows a whole lot more about the game and I can still get those moves off a little bit and have somewhat of a fighting chance question mark. Right. Right. <laughs> so basically it's just, he wants something that people can pick up and play. That's what, yeah. that's, that's what he's looking for. So, um, lastly here, this is what he says is I think a lot of melee players love melee, but at the same time, I think a lot of players on the other hand gave up on melee because it's too technical because they can't keep up with it. And I know there were players who got tendonitis from playing and messing with the controller so much that is really hard on the player. And I feel like a game should really focus on what the target audience is. So they got, I mean, he's got his work cut out for him here. He has got to create yeah. a game, you know, and they've been, I mean, they've been trying to, they've, you can see the way things have swayed from, from, uh, 64 to melee, from melee to brawl, from brawl to, um, smash four. And now with smash five fingers crossed, this is going to be the ultimate 
version. No, I mean, is that a pun? No pun intended. I don't know. Of, of I, Smash, I think it's on purpose. That it will, it will be technical enough, fast enough, and easy enough for anybody to pick up and play, but also for technical players to be able to be technical and put on the, uh, put on the show that we all, that we all want to see. So any last yeah, I mean, thoughts? I think we have, I think we have just different ends of the spectrum where 64 was its very first game and nobody really had anything to compare it to. And then it swung one way to ultra competitive with melee and then to the exact opposite side with brawl. And we use kind of somewhere in between, but I think hopefully the pendulum can just settle down in the middle, maybe a little bit more leaning towards competitive. At least that's what it sounds like from, from hands-on experience from people that have been playing. So maybe it's leaning a little bit more towards melee, but going back to that Vicky kitty interview that we did a little while ago, I mean, I think she, she thinks that it could possibly be in a perfect world enough for the melee players, but the melee players still like to hold onto their game. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them, it's their livelihood, right? So that's that's a lot of what it boils down to. Uh, Amiibo pre-orders are live on Amazon and Best Buy. You know, I don't know if you guys know this. Some of you guys that listen to my other show know that I'm a huge Amiibo collector, but I have every Smash Amiibo still in the box right now. Every Zelda Amiibo. I'm only missing a few Squid Kids, and that's it. I have every other Amiibo other than the... Uh, the big stuffed Yoshi one, I think other than that, I think, yeah. and I haven't imported anything. So I love Amiibo. Um, you like, you like keeping them in their prisons. I like keeping them in their homes. Sorry, <laughs> kidnapper. <laughs> I like keeping the Amiibos where they belong. Um, Ridley inkling girl and Wolf are going to be available. Uh, when the game launches 1599 each, they are going to be re-releasing some. That's the key word there. The tweet from Nintendo versus said most, most of the old ones. That doesn't mean all of them, most of them. And, uh, that, that could also be a, a, a hint at, I think the, the, the Japanese, uh, site had two separate launches. So I think it was like the original run of the Amiibo. Uh, like the original 46 or whatever it was were coming out on the seventh. And then they were going to do a second printing of the, the later Amiibo at, on a second run. So that, that maybe is what that could mean. So maybe we are still getting all of them, but they might not be all available on December 7th. They would be foolish. Nobody could afford them all. Yeah. I think, I think it's like over five or $600 if you don't have any of them to try to get them all. <laughs> Well, I mean, whatever the and math that's, is, that's just the 46 too. So that's yeah, not no, it's the, more the than DLC. 46 because there's player two, right? Or is that counting? Well, yeah. Cause I guess there's like two band, there's two Bayonetta ones. Yep. There's multiple. Yeah. There's, there's <laughs> that's problems. <laughs> but, and, and even, and even on these, these three that came out, they all like trickled out on, on Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday night. Um, they they just trickled out, and so I have three separate orders and for all, all of these amiibo. They are not all on one ticket. So, right, right. Uh, Legolor says, "I wonder if redesigns like Mario and Ink get a new version." I mean, at this point, they know people are going to buy them, so I can't imagine anybody that's getting somewhat of a redesign doesn't get a new amiibo. I'd be very surprised if we didn't see a Mario with uh, Cappy. You know, or possibly, I mean, Mario could really be multiple, right? He's got Cappy, he's got his, uh, 
he's also got his Mario Maker get up, his construction gear. So yeah, they could do one because he's got a fireball in the original one. They could put one with flood on, maybe. I'm going to show off one my very first amiibo that was opened right now. That's Mario with the fireball <laughs> right there. So don't say I don't ever open them because sometimes I do. Sometimes you have a second one locked away. Shh! In don't 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 <laughs> say it like that. All right, for our talking points, we got Bill Trinan. This is quote it says Smash Bros was not a happy accident. I linked to a Go Nintendo article. Okay, here is from here's the quote it says first thing I would like to do is rewind a bit and go to the happy accident because this is a myth that I want to dispel absolutely dispel because the assumption is almost that Nintendo didn't know what it had with Smash Bros and that actually suggests that Mr. Sakurai didn't know what he was doing whereas very very specifically he designed the game even back on the Nintendo 64 and especially on the game GameCube very specifically what we were talking about is a game that anyone can pick up and play, but one that has the incredible layer of depth to it. I mean, we used to play Melee every day at lunch and after work for 10 years. Literally, this went on in the treehouse for years and years. Then we just got too busy. So, not a happy accident. It was all intentional. <laughs> all intentional. Here's more. We had families and all that. It was even over all that time, we continued to improve and grow as players because he specifically designed the game with layer upon layer of depth. It wasn't an accident. The game didn't accidentally become that way. Uh, he is a meticulous game designer. Every decision that he makes on the game is a planned decision. So what was... Uh, so what was the happy accident wasn't that the game was designed that way. The happy accident was that people started to discover it. And that became something that people could then um, relate to one another, uh, one another through, and they, that they could have fun playing with each other. And that created the bond that gave them the inspiration for the community to build that tournament scene. But I do want to dispel the notion that the game wasn't designed with that in mind because it very much was. I, I mean, look, I have said the very I've said the word happy accident. I've said it about Melee before, you know, and. Trinan's letting us know it is not the case. It is not the case that. Uh, it's it wasn't just some some happy accident. What do you think about Mr. Trinan's uh, statements here? Uh, I mean, I think we see that evident in uh, going back to the documentary that you talked about back in the history of Smash on the first couple episodes. Um, they talk about the progression in the tournament scene where they learned about dash dancing and wave dashing and all those kind of movesets that, that come about in, especially in Melee. And how just people on one side of this country didn't know how to do something or one person discovered it, one group of players. And that just kind of adds on to that, that understanding of layers and layers and layers of, of understanding of the game. And it's, it's there to be learned by, by novice to, to advanced players. Yeah. And it, it, it's an excellent point. I mean, and, and like Bill says in the, in the quotes here, like it literally was layer after layer, you know, layer after layer of, of deeper, deeper gameplay. It's amazing. 
it's it's amazing and i mean it's it's part of the reason that we're getting you know like we've seen the game progress it's weird that we saw brawl like swing so far the the opposite way you know but it was like maybe he was seeing maybe in his maybe in sakurai's eyes he was seeing too far of a uh uh, just a rift between the casual and and the competitive and he wanted to try to try to blend them again yet tripping was not a very good <laughs> glue right didn't uh didn't didn't really seem to work so but it's interesting to me how excited you could tell bill is about this and like making it very clear that like no 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 this isn't an accident like it was it was it was on uh it was it was it was definitely on purpose and so i mean good good on sakurai for creating something that i mean how many games can can be played as long as as that one without an update yeah because yeah there was no online for melee to get updated no nope absolutely not so okay well hey we got through that a little quicker than I thought we would. I thought we yeah. were going to be, you know, I mean, I'm Move looking it. at, I'm looking at two pages of notes here. So like, but we're, we're, we're getting right through it. Our character for this week is link. Okay. I'm going to, this is from the Prima guide here. Link has above average weight and decent range on all of his attacks. Thanks to his sword. He has a variety of projectiles that he can use to attack characters from afar. This means he can easily switch between playing a ranged game or an up close game along with his sword. He also carries his Hylian shield, which blocks projectiles as long as you are not attacking. I love that detail, by the way. I love the fact that that is like taken from the original Zelda game. If you are just standing and walking with your shield and your sword is put away, you block projectiles coming at you. Like that's from that's from the first time we saw Link right here. I'm holding up another amiibo that I have open. Don't have a <laughs> don't freak out. Okay, that's another amiibo I have open. All right. Um, this only works. Uh, let's see. He can still be hit with projectiles from behind. Yes. His weaknesses are his overall speed and his horizontal recovery. Exactly. Exactly. So let's, uh, I, I ended up adding a, a handful of videos that we did check. You guys will have to go to the show notes n 64 josh.com slash SBC, uh, 19. And you can watch. I put all of them together. We have uh, the Skuxed one has a competitive guide. J Tails has a link competitive guide. Dragon Smash has top 10 link plays. And No Contest has a uh, video on Link's true combos. Okay, so if you're if you're looking for help with Link, I know Mr. Cool Red Luigi requested this. Go to the show notes page. You can't see the videos from your phone or your device. You got to go to the website. You can still go through it from your mobile device. But if you want to check out the videos, I've, I've put them there. Of course, you guys can just search YouTube. And I want to remind everybody, too, that in every episode of the show notes, I have a list of links that are all ex like I scoured the web to find the best resources for smash players to be able to improve their game. And they're all right there. Some leading to the smash boards, some leading to videos, some leading to some other guides, that kind of thing. They're all right there in the show notes n64josh.com slash SBC 19. Let's talk about smash practice. I have been slacking again. My Splatoon game's getting better. My Fortnite <laughs> game's getting a little bit better, but my smash game has been on the back burner so 
Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'll try to get better. I, I even played a little tennis, you know, but uh, um, <laughs> you had some kind of cool stuff going, going down this week. So why don't you go ahead and share with us uh, what, what you've been doing for practice? I did. Well, uh, I think we had a good handful of us. I think five, five of us. Mr. Cooler or Luigi, I think we're we're in Discord and we were we're playing with some new people and some older people in Discord uh, on Wii U. I know we have a few uh, new people that also have uh, 3DS. I haven't gotten everybody added yet, but we do need to get some games set up on 3DS uh, going. But was that I played on a few online? What's that? Wasn't that Wednesday night? Uh, I did. Yes, I did play Wednesday night. Uh, in preparation for what I was doing on uh, Thursday, which was yesterday. Uh, so I had a buddy from work uh, who he was off and I got off work early and I had him come over to my house and uh, we sat down and played, played live. So without that online, that nasty online lag. And uh, um, so my friend from work, he, uh, his brother, I've talked about the two of them before his brother is actually the number one ranked player in the state of Colorado. So he's kind of grown up playing with him and and i think he has at least one or two other brothers as well so kind of a house full of of smash players there and uh so he's had that live experience and and has gone to some of the locals that we have uh here in the state and then he's also talked about i think his brother played either against zero or or something like that at one of one of the regionals or something like that as well so they've they've had experience so I had him come over and we, we got to play a little bit and it was, it was a different kind of experience and, and getting kind of try to understand just the main thing we kind of talked about was just the rock, paper, scissors mentality of like attacking, shielding, and then knowing when to grab as well. And just kind of, we, we would just play a little bit and have fun. Um, but there would be times, especially near the end of the afternoon when he would be shielding or something like that. And I would attack and I would especially get punished for that. And he, it was pretty much just a learning experience. It was like, a like, a um, Mr. Miyagi slapping me on the hand. Like, what'd you do wrong? And I was like, I attacked you when you were shielding. And, uh, his main is Bowser. So he was, uh, he was really good at, at, uh, just taking that, that attack and that mistake that I made. And I learned something new as well, that just pressing, a or tilt or anything it doesn't have to be your grab button out of your shield but uh your a attack will initiate grab out of shield which mm-hmm. I, another layer of that that layer upon layer novice player learn a little bit more but uh that's an easier way to just get that grab going and, and build off those combos um and and also another thing that he did when he came over just uh setting up his controller he took the smash attack c stick and changed it to be only basic attack so it just became a tilt stick pretty much so no more directional smash it was just up tilt side tilt all that kind of stuff it it, it changed kind of how i play especially bayonetta um not having those those powered up uh, uh smash attacks because especially in competitive smash a mistake on a smash attack is just leaving you open for a counter and the, um, the biggest thing he was talking about is is smashes are really something you need to calculate and make sure that you're guaranteeing to land it or that it's going to be safe if you happen to miss. So they're they're coming down past the stage and they're working on a uh, on a ledge catch or um, something else like that where you're going to be protected a little bit from it. And then 
also just knowing that uh, there's a whole lot more for me to do and go back and and look at some of the videos and other move sets of characters that I like to play as because um like as Bowser he had some there are some moves that still have uh impact while you're uh ledge you're grabbing on the ledge so and and then just knowing uh the guaranteed the the kill guarantees like at a certain percentage bowser doing a doing a, a down smash or uh even some of those throws can be guaranteed kills with certain weight characters at certain percentages on certain stages at certain heights all that kind of stuff and it's just guarantees that you can't do any kind of di or anything else to to stop it it's just it's guaranteed to happen so just playing that was I'm interested to play again against online and also just uh, getting to just practice a little bit more. And uh, the other, we talked a little bit about teching just because it is so hard to do. Um, and the, the thing he said, same thing as Wizard, was just setting up like a custom stage and putting lava everywhere and just working on on teching out of the lava down from like put lava on a on a ceiling, created like a small little gap to get into a room and put lava on the ceiling and just make sure you have a, a flat surface to land on and just work on that tech. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, that's uh, yeah, it's all good stuff, man. Like even uh, Mr. Cool red Luigi from the chat was like, Oh, that's smart since tilts are utilized more, you know? And yep. so, yeah, it, yeah I, I completely changed my controller just after he talked about that and, and showed me, I, I, that's the first thing I went and did and, and changed it for, for yesterday afternoon practicing. Did you notice an improvement? I mean, definitely by the end, I felt like more confident about, and I, I acknowledged to him, I was like, I know the weakest parts of my game are, I don't shield very often and working on trying to, to know when to shield and, and that grab out of shield, I think completely changes my mentality on, on shielding. And, and the second part I'm lacking in is, is grab and combo off grab. But if, if shielding can lead to grabs and understanding how that, progresses then yeah i think that definitely changes um how i'm gonna play yeah it's funny you mentioned that's actually the default way for grabs is shield and then a that's the default controls i don't i don't read guides <laughs> <laughs> i got a prima guide sitting right here i, uh, do, I don't do we mention that they show a video every time the game starts <laughs> that shows how to do grabs by hitting your shield and holding? I, no, I just mash. We won't. I just mash A. I'm to just get messing that with screen. you, dude. I'm messing with you. <laughs> I mean, I changed mine immediately to make it Z, also. But then I've I've actually started noticing recently that I've been hitting A a little more often with my shield up, and it just it seems to get the grab a little quicker, you know. So, um, especially if you're already shielding anyway, right? It just makes sense. It just makes sense. Yep. So uh <laughs> i think we did it dude we hit the half hour we're right we're there right we there we're gonna we're gonna put a bow on this thing so tell everybody where they can find you uh you guys can find me on twitter at nightcrawler724 nightcrawlers without the e uh i also do have a capture card now so i might be trying to get on twitch here in a little bit so that would be just twitch.tv slash nightcrawler724 same as same as the twitter handle um might need to get a little bit stronger computer we'll see but uh, look for that here in the future. Um, and then otherwise, just come come hang out in the Discord like I was talking about on, on Wednesday night. We had a nice little little group together. We were in, in voice chat just talking, playing, and swapping people out because we did end up with five. So uh, come get your, your friend codes or your, your DS codes in there, and we'll, we'll get some games going. 
Awesome. Yeah. I'm wondering if Wednesday night should kind of be like a semi, like, that should be the night maybe. Like, not, I can't say I'm going to make it every Wednesday. I can't, I don't know. You know, this Wednesday I had my folks up, but like, on other Wednesdays I may be able to jump in for a few matches. So, let's let's tentatively make Wednesday the official night that we all play Smash together. And even if Nightcrawler and I can't be there, if you guys are like, hey, let's, let's, let's make it a little more of a thing, like... I, I bet we all start getting more matches in, so that'd be a good thing. Yeah, sounds good. The music you're hearing right now is the Metal Melee theme. You can check it out at n64josh.com slash Metal Melee. If you want to get yourself a free book, you can go to audibletrial.com slash SBC. And uh, there you can choose from something like uh, Console Wars or Ready Player One. The chair I'm sitting in is from OPC. If you go to n64josh.com slash OPC, you automatically save $10 on checkout. These are amazing chairs. I highly, highly recommend them. Go check them out. Uh, like... Nightcrawler said, come hang out in the Discord, n64josh.com slash Discord. My Twitter is n64josh if you want to follow me there. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have a second, rate and review on iTunes, and we will see you in the next episode.